What's up and welcome back to another kind of funny weekly TV and movie review. As always, I am Tim Geddes, joined by Joey Noel. Hello. And of course, we have with the freshest cut I've ever seen that only looks better in person. Blessing at Aoye Jr. What's up, Tim? Dude, show it off. Show off those lines. It looks man, so man. good. Thank Dude. you. I appreciate it. I was nervous when I told the barber this is what I wanted because I was like, I've seen that. It was inspired by, I, I might have mentioned this before when I got my last haircut, inspired by Lakeith Stanfield from Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And mm. Lakeith Stanfield is Lakeith Stanfield. And so when I go to the barber and I'm like, give me this haircut, part of me is like, oh, will I be able to pull it off? But when he did it, I was like, thank God, man. <laughs> thank God I don't look like a mess. Now, see, the thing that I appreciate most that you don't really get here, but you get in real life, is there's some volume on the top. Like, you, oh, it's yeah. a little longer than you oh, normally yeah. have it uh, left after a haircut. And I like it. I think that it gives a good shape. So shout out to the shape. Shout out to Lakeith Stanfeld for sure. He's going to come up, surprisingly, in this conversation later in ways that, guess what, guys? You might not expect. <laughs> but we'll have to wait to talk about that. Thank this you. is kind of funny reactions where each and every week we review different TV series and movie properties. Uh, we'll do all the Marvel shows. So we just finished Loki. Of course, when What If comes, we're going to be doing weekly reviews of that as well. But in the in-between, we just do uh, some movies that we're kind of interested in. And when M. Night Shyamalan putting out a new movie of course we're gonna watch it and give you our thoughts thoughts that you can get on youtube.com slash kind of funny or roosterteeth.com also if you wanted to get the show ad free you can go to patreon.com slash kind of funny but let's get right into it blessing adioye jr what did yes. you think of m night Shyamalan's old it is a very interesting movie. I had a fun time watching it. I don't think it's a good movie. Like the, I, I think it does the M Night Shyamalan thing where it has a core idea to it, like a core concept that they try to follow, and that gives birth to a lot of interesting scenarios. Uh -huh. Oh, and first off, spoiler free, spoiler, spoiler free, free for okay. the first bit until we say so, and then we'll go full spoilers. So they they explore the ideas that the movie sets up in very interesting ways that are different from the ways that I would expect that you, you would explore the idea. Uh, but I also think that in so many ways, a lot of the movie feels undercooked in terms of what they're trying to go for thematically, what they're trying to go for with the idea that they present and the rules that they set up. I feel like there's some inconsistency, inconsistency there with how they go about following those rules and developing, developing them over the course of the film that I wish was done uh, with a bit more care and a bit more creativity over the course of it. That, and then there, there are also many moments in the film where I'm like, why would you do this? Like, why is the direction you're taking, why is this the direction you're taking some of these moments? The, 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 the film gets crazy in certain places in ways that I, I wish would sit well with me because I think, I think they go for it in some places, but ultimately those moments fell flat even as entertaining as they were they just weren't good moments for me and so overall didn't really enjoy it from a this is a good film perspective but i would say that if you like m night Shyamalan or you like watching just weird ass movies it's a it's a fun watch it's a fun watch for sure if you're looking for a thriller movie that you think is what the trailer is that I don't I don't necessarily think this is the movie for you. If you're down for some weird ass M Night Shyamalan shit, you might be into this. I I didn't 
hate it. I also don't think it's a good movie. This is one of those movies where it's not good, but it's fun to talk about it. <laughs> I'm very excited to get to the spoiler-free parts of our reactions because there's some very interesting choices that they make in this movie on a lot of different levels, on acting and writing and the way some of the shots that they set up and some of the very bad CG that's in this movie, too. Um, ultimately... It was a fun theater experience because my one of my favorite parts was watching the movie and trying not to laugh, but then hearing oh, yeah. like blessing or Tim or Kevin like be, like at some point somebody cracks and then it's just it ends up being a fun movie going experience. I don't necessarily think you're gonna get that if you watch it at home. I think you kind of lose out on part of that fun theaterness that I've missed over the last year. But uh, if you have watched, if you have stuck in for the wide variety of quality movies we get from M. Night Shyamalan. I think you're going to I think you're going to have a time watching this. <laughs> I mean, for to what Joey's saying, there are moments in the movie where the whole crowd was laughing and I could tell that M. Night Shyamalan did not mean for that moment to get laughs like like that. And there are moments too where I would hear I would hear either hear Kevin chuckling or or moments where I would break up. Because, like, the movie goes places where it's like, why the fuck are you here that I wouldn't even be able to hold it in? And I, the, and there would be there would be moments where I could give no justification for that being a good moment in that movie. And I can't imagine why nobody told M. Night Shyamalan no. Or, like, why, why no, yeah, why nobody told him no, right? Like, it felt like, it, it feels like M. Night Shyamalan at this point has just been given reign to do what he wants in these movies. And... It, it, it's to the point where I think he needs an editor or somebody to be like, this isn't a good idea. Like, I know you think this is genius or different, but it's not good. See, I think that I totally disagree with what Bless is saying about someone needs to stop him. I think we need to just keep letting him do what he's doing because he has proven now more than ever that he is beautifully, consistently inconsistent where you never know what you're going to get going into one of these movies. And that's what I appreciate because it makes even the bad movies a extremely fun ride. That's not always true with his movies because there are times where it's like, this is just bad, bad. And like, this isn't enjoyable from any, any type of way imaginable this movie is not one of those this movie is way more similar to the happening which is so bad that it is such a fun movie going experience where i'm not saying like oh it's so bad it's good it's not this is m night Shyamalan movies have this weird thing that's so unique that is only m night Shyamalan where you're watching it and you're just like this is so bizarre and they are committing so hard that the payoff better fucking be worth it and it rarely is but when it is it's like, holy shit, this movie is amazing, like Signs or something like me and Kevin really vibe with The Visit. Uh, oh, but the then okay. sometimes it's like you're just so in it for the ride and you want it to have a good resolution at the end that like even though this movie sucks, I had such a great time watching it and I really, really enjoyed getting led astray by the clunkiest dialogue i think i've ever heard in a in a, a movie that i'm watching in a theater like i don't think that m night Shyamalan has ever actually spoken to another human being or like heard real people talk like so much of it feels like you put english through google translator to a different language to another language back to english and then he's just like okay this this is going to work almost every single line starts with somebody saying i am a doctor <laughs> Or oh, I, yeah. <laughs> I'm a museum cur uh, curator. And it's like, it. but the thing is, it's so off-putting that it builds your anticipation of like, oh, they must be doing this for a reason. 
you know? And that I think is the magic of M. Night Shyamalan. When it works, it really works. When it doesn't work, it's disappointing in the end, but the ride was still thrilling and fun and bizarre as all hell. So with that, if you're an M. Night Shyamalan fan, could not recommend this movie more to watch with a group of friends that are going to laugh and have a good time at the entire thing because it is schlocky. It is ridiculous, some of the things that happen. And I think that the trailer did this movie such a disservice. Can you imagine if we watched this movie and hadn't seen the trailer? It would have been so much better and so much more bizarre based oh, on yeah. the way that the, the they, they shot this movie, the way that they kind of like explained the narrative and like put out the, the characters and like had them kind of develop <laughs> through the movie. I don't even know how you want to talk about it because like it's just so weird how they deal with time. But uh, I definitely recommend this as a bad movie to, for a great journey with a group of friends. The movie is called Old, which already kind of gives you an idea of where this thing is going. And the movie itself doesn't the movie itself builds as if you don't know that that by the time you get there i'm like oh i knew like i knew what this movie was like i knew like i've, I've seen the trailer obviously but even not seeing the trailer and, and just looking at the title of the movie i could have told you where this is going and by the time you get there i wish i almost wish there was more time spent playing around with that and exploring that and fucking around with that than the build up there of course it doesn't take the whole movie to get there but i wish like let me stop, let me stop you right there plus from this moment forward Total spoilers. So anything you guys want to say, we are going full spoiler mode. Leave this podcast if you do not want to be spoiled on old. This podcast is brought to you by MeUndies. MeUndies believes that your comfort is about more than what's touching your skin. It's about being comfortable in your skin. And when you're truly comfortable, you get a slam dunk kind of feeling, you know? That's right, MeUndies and Space Jam are bringing you new undies. Ladies and gentlemen, you know I only wear MeUndies. A long time ago, I found out how comfortable they were, threw away the rest of my underwear, and only buy MeUndies. I still do to this day. And the Space Jam one is interesting for people like Blessing. Uh, MeUndies' new Space Jam print features Bugs Money, Daffy Duck, and other iconic characters who are all tuned up and ready for a rematch. MeUndies are made from micromodal fabric, which is not only soft, but breathable, light, and impossibly cozy. Check out their new Space Jam collection in the softest undies, socks, bralettes, dog hoodies, and loungewear available in sizes XS to 4XL. Here's your chance, do your dance, to score their new collection before the clock runs out. To get 15% off your first order, free shipping, and a 100% satisfaction guarantee, go to MeUndies.com slash morning. That's MeUndies.com slash morning. Up next is Canva. We've talked about Canva a lot, ladies and gentlemen. If you are making things on the internet and you need video, you need audio, you need Canva Pro. Tim's been using it. Roger's been using it. Nick has been using it. Anybody who's not just screaming into a microphone all day like me at Kind of Funny is using it to make our stuff better. Canva Pro is the easy-to-use design platform that has everything you need to design like a pro. Whether you're a professional designer or just getting started, Canva Pro can help boost you and your team's productivity and creativity. Canva Pro has everything you need in one place, including a collection of over 75 million premium photos, videos, audio, and graphics. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. Right now, you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash kindoffunny to get your free 45-day extended trial. That's C-A-N-V-A dot me, M-E, uh, slash kindoffunny. 
canva.me slash kind of funny. And our final sponsor of the day is Upstart. If you're carrying a credit balance month after month, it can feel like you're in a never ending cycle of debt. Upstart can help you make that final payment so you can get ahead. Upstart is the fast and easy way to pay off your debt with a personal loan all online. Unlike other lenders, Upstart considers your income and current employment to find you a smarter rate for your loan. With a five minute online rate check, you can see your rate upfront for loans between $1,000 and $50,000. You can receive the funds as fast as one business day after accepting your loan. Find out how Upstart can lower your monthly payments today when you go to upstart.com slash KFMB. That's upstart.com slash KFMB. Don't forget to use our URL so that they know we sent you. Loan amounts will be determined based on your credit, income, and certain other information provided in your application. Go to upstart.com slash KFMB. Continue, bless. Yeah, I think my thing, like one of my biggest issues with this movie is that I've just, I just found it predictable the whole way through. Predictable, even in the ways that it took. You predict the it, end. The ending, not that part. The the ending. Okay. Well, the ending wasn't magnificent enough for me to be like, "Oh shit, this is worth the build." By the time we get there, I was I was basically like, "Oh, all right." Like that didn't it didn't. I, not everything needs to have a twist to it, even if you're M Night Shyamalan. But the reveal didn't feel reveal enough. I was kind of just like, "Okay, yeah, the, I guess that makes sense." Uh, but in the ways that one. It takes probably like a third of the movie, I'd say, uh, to get to the part where, okay, finally we're playing around with time and all that stuff. And then another another third of the movie for them to understand what's going on. And it's that final third where now that they're now that they're there, they're finally trying to figure out how to thwart that system. And I, f- I feel like for me, that was the interesting part because that was we were finally at the point where, okay, cool, I don't know where this is going to go now. And I thought that was entertaining in bits, but... I wish the movie did a better job of even in the advertising and the titling and all that stuff, hiding that stuff, because I think more of the movie could have been interesting to follow if it wasn't titled old, if it was maybe just titled Island or some, some shit like that. I liked it being called old. And I think that the movie uh, is at its strongest thematically when it is dealing with all of that. And there are are moments that they, they never hit. And again, I'm saying the movie's at its best and it, isn't good even at its best uh but them dealing with kind of your your partner getting older or dealing with different illnesses and like the, everyone on the island has some type of illness and seeing how the people around them the people that care about them most or just other people that are near them having to deal with all of that and dealing with like what getting old means i think there's something there i think they totally missed the mark and didn't kind of like make i never felt something and at the well i never felt the emotions they were trying to make me feel like every time they were trying to have a tender moment between uh partners it was funnier than it was emotional um i guess laughter and you know being funny is an emotion but whatever uh i i love that this movie is just unabashedly like building this weird narrative of your profession mattering and then not really delivering on that as a as a promise they have this little kid running around and like he's six years old and all he just keeps running up as an adorable kid asking hey what's your name and what's your occupation and then we have all the adults bizarrely speaking to each other uh or speaking about themselves as I am a doctor or I'm a museum curator or I am a this or I'm a that. And they build up this narrative about your, your, uh, what you do mattering so much that I thought the twist was going to be something related to some group is trying to get a certain group of people with certain occupations together on this Island to figure out the curse or figure out what's going on. And for that, like, not like a social extend, experiment kind of thing. 
Yeah. Like, and for that like not to have been what they were doing, room, it's like, that yeah. just makes all that dialogue, which is plentiful. Like, I am not exaggerating when it is like every other line a character says has yeah. to do with what they do. It's just fucking bizarre. I mean, early, and it felt, well, it, it so. also, toward, well, toward the beginning, it, it's, as soon as the kid went up to the group of people and, and he was like, what's your name occupation? What's your name and occupation? And they said all that. Immediately, I was like, oh, they're all going to end up on the island. And, you know, one of them's going to have to care for somebody because they're a doctor. The other one's going to have to do this because they're the, like, this guy's a nurse. So that's going to matter for the island. And it all did, but not in any way that felt smart. It very much felt, I thought it was going to, I thought it was going to be something that was more like, okay, cool. They're really going to play around with these different roles. And cool. What do you, what's going to happen when you have this group of people on this island? But really it was just, we need people to know what, who, like what they are or who they are and what they do so that uh we can explain the rules of this island in a quote-unquote smart way but it wasn't really that it wasn't really that clever at the end of the day i don't think yeah i thought it was super weird that like when the nurse guy is like i'm gonna go swim i can make it out past the rocks and stuff like that you would think that like someone would be like maybe we don't send our only sound of mind medical professional out yeah. on this excursion or somebody would be like that girl just died out there and so you know that you're gonna pass out if you go far enough and drown like that woman did i it, i was shocked when it took that guy coming back to the island for somebody to go oh uh what's his name mid-sized sedan didn't murder her it's like oh yeah no no shit he didn't like look at her uh yeah this movie this movie is i also have an, I have an issue with his ways. with his character arc in the sense that like i think it's weird that he got to the island er, like so much earlier than them but mm -hmm. like never like he it didn't seem like he was ahead of them in the process in any way other than the bleeding nose uh bringing up a couple fun actor things with that though so first off uh the the dude that swam out into the ocean and died is the henchman from rush hour so never oh, forget that's really that. funny. I, I knew i recognized it from somewhere uh but one thing i did pass not is really great by the way pass is fucking great really weird seeing great actors uh do really bad jobs but that's definitely the dialogue's faults like including lines like there's something going on with time on this beach and it's like, no shit, no fucking shit. We already have seen that happen. But uh, the main little boy, the eight, the six-year-old that ends up growing up and, and having sex as a six-year-old, which is disturbing in its own. So um, disturbing. The, the yeah, actor, it's not okay. Right? Do you guys, are you familiar uh -huh. with him? No. You looked familiar. Sorry, sorry, sorry. When he grows up. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Whatever, right? Yeah, which like. We've seen Wait. in Hereditary. We've oh, seen okay. in a whole bunch of other things. Now, here's you something know, like, that I don't know. Blessing might know this. Blessing might know this is because he is a little bit story? younger. Is he from the Naked Brothers Band? He is. Yes. I fucking knew it. <laughs> and more than that, more than that, he has a brother. Alex Who's Ford, also in a ton of shit. <laughs> including this movie. Wait, what? Yes. Yes. Okay, this all makes They're sense now. In this movie. This all makes sense now. Was one of them the older? They played the different older ages. Okay. No way. Yeah. It all makes sense. Because I, I was There's looking at him, I was like, you look so fucking familiar. It's funny because the whole time I was like, man, this young kid reminds me of the kid from uh, one of the kids from Naked Brothers Band. And so the fact that they got the older versions of him, <laughs> the older versions of him to, to, uh, to actually be that kid is hilarious to me. No, so the Naked Brothers Band is the two brothers. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. And the two brothers are both in this movie. Yes. Okay. There's no way the other brothers. Who is the other brother in this movie? 
just he plays like a different age version of the other one. I, w- I was reading an interview with Shyamalan that was saying that they got the two brothers to play different ages. Yeah, Nat Wolf and Alex Wolf. Yeah, interesting. I don't I don't fucking know, but I just thought that was really weird and I was really confused. And that's how the Keith Sangfell gets brought into this because the brother was light yep. in Death Note and Lakeith yep. <laughs> was L, and that was such a bad use of both of those talents. So, anyways, oh, that's that's the rant that I wanted to go on there. I also really appreciate the line where the mom explains to the doctor that the rusty knife will poison his blood. And then we see him get poisoned and die the most dramatic way possible, which is a scene that follows up. 10 minutes ago this moment where all of them are realizing how bad shit is and it's intercut with an opacity fade of seeing this magical rock over them and they realize they're all getting old (laughs) this fucking movie the shots in this movie are so interesting the way that they play not even play with perspective they commit to the weird like hey we're going to be t- the people that are talking are going to be in the foreground, but we're going to be focusing on something that is absolutely not important to the actual plot of the movie in the background. And then when the opposite happens, we're going to just switch the point of view. Does any of this make sense? Absolutely not. Uh, we were talking about this a little bit last night where like, I think Tim had said like, Oh, it's meant to like make you feel unsettled and stuff like that, which I totally understand. But I feel like movies like, the Invisible Man, where like you use it specifically to build tension versus just like I feel like if you use it over the whole movie, it kind of like loses its touch. No, it's not. I mean, like there were choices made, and like especially for Shyamalan, there were very unshamalan like decisions made with with tracking shots of like in the beginning we get the shot of them like in the hotel, I, I think it was, or their house. It doesn't matter, but like the mom and dad are talking, and the kids oh. are kind of running around, and the camera yeah. one of them's inside, one of them's outside, and the camera tracks with them horizontally and the way that their audio sounds like the use of audio in this movie i thought was really interesting uh based on if if there was glass in front of them it would get really kind of muffled in the conversations they were having which backs up the dialogue they had again not good but at least there was some thematic stuff going on but the more bizarre stuff that joey's talking about is when we're on the beach and the majority of time there's an action happening we're not seeing the action we're seeing people's reactions to the action like a baby's being born and we don't really see much of the baby being born a dog dies we don't see the dog die and there's a lot of shit where it's like we don't need to see these things but that just goes against a hundred years of movies <laughs> where it's like they'll be saying something's happening and the movie gets so bizarre and clunky and funny because it's literally this guy poorly acting being like the dog is dying and it was just alive it's an actual yeah. thing that they say it was just alive which is like spoilers what happens when something dies but it's i think so we can weird. all agree that mid-sized sedan is the greatest fake rapper name of all time like yeah i couldn't come it's up with something so that so good <laughs> the more they said so it the more good. i was like i it, it took them it took maybe the fifth time of them saying it before i i was convinced that they weren't joking that was this man's actual rap name i was it was very impressive impressive the fact that they came up with that uh i do uh, one of my complaints is i wish the time stuff was more consistent because it i think there are really cool ideas that they could have explored better if they uh followed their own rules better because the whole thing is that like their cells are just aging faster uh and so like in a few seconds you go through maybe like three days of your lifetime and it really did feel like jumps more than that consistent aging to the point where when we got toward the end of the movie and 
all of a sudden one of the characters went from seeing to being uh, blind all uh, all of a sudden. I wish that was more gradual. So we had a like moments of of the the dude being like, "Oh man, are you guys seeing that? You're not seeing that? Oh, that's weird." And then maybe a few minutes few minutes later being like, "Ah, oh, things are getting foggy." And then later on realizing, "Oh shit, like I have glaucoma or something along those lines." I wish we got more of that. Same with other characters because it really went from zero to a hundred real quick at the end of the movie in ways that came out of nowhere. And I understand the idea. It's the idea of, okay, well they're old people now, but it felt like they were 40, like a few seconds ago. And now all of a sudden they're 70 years old and there's no, there was no build to that. And I wish there was. So to exit here, I want to drop some knowledge on the three of you here. So this is based on a graphic novel called Sandcastles. And in the graphic novel, uh, it ends it ends very differently. Um, it ends with essentially the baby lives and outlives all of them. And also, the movie or the book ends. The line about death. the baby being like, oh, it died from not enough attention. That was a weird <laughs> line. Oh, so bizarre. I don't know if that's a real thing, but the way that it was it's, it's presented was not good. I don't know if it's a real thing in that way. <laughs> Because I feel like they could have just explained it in the, like, when they're talking about the kids needing to gain mass because they're growing so quickly. I feel like they could have just... So in, yeah. the, in, the, in the graphic novel, it ends with the kid growing up to, like, toddler age or whatever. And then we see them playing with, uh, like, building sandcastles. And then it just ends. And that's the end. Then there was a test screening version of this movie that was different. That the baby, um, like, being buried scene was supposedly, like, a lot more fucked up. And, like, had hella bone... Like... You heard bones like breaking and shit. It was just like, uh, this, oh, it didn't work for test uh, audiences. And then the movie ended with them, the two main characters, the two kids getting out of the water and just being in the ocean. And then it just cut to credits. So it didn't do the whole helicopter over explaining <laughs> what we already knew. Like you don't get any lab happening. scene or anything like that? Uh, we got the lab scene, but we don't get the like. The hotel, the cops coming to the hotel and all that stuff. It's just set up that they're going to get in trouble, which was a weird choice for them to add all that stuff because it was like, I don't know, this movie could have ended like seven times. But anyways, let us know in the comments below what you think of M. Night Shyamalan and Old. Not to linger on on the bullshit in this movie, but the uh, uh, the lady toward the end with the humpback that was getting all deformed and all that shit. That scene will live in my brain forever. That yep. scene will also live in my brain forever. It was some bloodborne ass shit <laughs> that I was not expecting out of this movie. <laughs> Which See you next time, guys. Bye. <laughs> <laughs>